0: Welcome to Crime Time, you're listening to Lee and
1: Eddie's Detection Selection. Welcome to Crime Time, a podcast discussing all things mystery, thriller, sci-fi, horror and crime fiction. That's Eddie. Yo! I'm Lee. Hey! This is uh, episode six, season five, shablam.
0: Hallelujah! (laughs) All right this episode we are talking about some sick
1: shit bah, 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 bah. wow you
0: just gonna rub it in don't you <laughs> uh we're talking about detective pikachu uh we're talking about wolf hunter river by rachel kane and uh what topic are we talking about this week All will be revealed or will it
1: that's a hint about what the topic will be <laughs> So a few, uh, I don't know, a few months ago, we started seeing pictures of what Detective Little animated Pikachu was going to... No, he's not animated, right?
0: Well, he is. Well, he he's is. He's not real. Oh, well, oh, that's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Records what? Records catch down.
0: <laughs> Pokemon aren't real? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Well, we, we started seeing images and people were going wild. And I, I just feel like it was a really different reaction to Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: Definitely.
1: Could you speak to that?
0: I, I... Yes. Yes, I can. So, uh, Detective Pikachu, beautiful, furry, soft lad. Looks like, I'm going to say a baby seal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the texture on him, I'm going to say cross between furry boy cat and uh, fuzzy lad dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, literally ideal. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog reveal, however, a little bit more like, I'm going to say, ah... creepy guy down the road (laughs) (laughs) who... Keeps asking you for cigarettes, even though he knows you don't smoke, but he just wants to talk to you.
1: <laughs> Those teeth, like the pictures <laughs> that I've seen, is, is that the actual image or people actual... superimpose the teeth? No,
0: the teeth are real. The, the teeth, teeth are, are real. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Why people yeah. are like, what the heck? No. Yeah. I just, I love so many tweets of just people being like, what was the, what was the kind of creative process? Like they're like, we need to do Sonic the Hedgehog. What are the main things? And they're just like, teeth. <laughs>
1: Teeth. If I think about Sonic the Hedgehog, like as a kid, it's blue, yeah. blue fur, and yeah. like a funny shaped head.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't even remember any teeth. And nor should you have.
0: Here's the thing: I'm just like the teeth on Sonic should be so unremarkable as to be not remarked upon. So, but here's the thing: they've they've come out and they've said they're gonna redesign Sonic.
1: The power of the people. The power, power of the people. to the people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking truth to power. That's really where it's happening. My sister dates an animator. And uh, I've heard on the on the download that apparently that's quite strange. Like that they wouldn't necessarily uh, be able to redesign after they've like kind of done the production for the whole film. So Wait, there's this they... conspiracy theory yeah. that they released a horrifying Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> to get Buzz
1: Oh. To say, oh no, we'll
0: fix it. So maybe the teeth memes...
1: I love a good conspiracy theory. Yeah,
0: I, I, here's my conspiracy theory. Do you want to hear my conspiracy yes. theory? So Jim Carrey is is on the project, right? So he is playing the, uh, the, the guy... Like Dr. Egg or whatever he's called.
1: Right, Jim Carrey is pretty whack since of humour.
0: Yeah, he's a whack guy. Mm. So here's what I think happened. He stipulated in his contract that he gets to... Because he's also an artist. Mm. He gets to design Sonic, <laughs> right? And they were like, oh no! Alright, fine. Because they really wanted Jim Carrey on it for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why. Anyway, so then Jim Carrey came out with this horrifying <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. And they were like, oh no! And so they... Made a few test things to, like, show Jim Carrey what he'd done. And he was like, that's great. And they were like, no. So then they were like, how can we fix this? Because they've secretly been working on a perfectly good Sonic
1: this whole time. And they came out with, like, they have the best PR company right, ever. Yeah. They're like, we use it right to mortify.
0: To mortify Jim Carrey into letting us change it.
1: Because the public were like ah, that's a no from us.
0: Right? <laughs> they went full Simon Cow. They were like, golden buzzer, this is not.
1: I love it when whatever, like, media comes out and the people are so outraged because of that, that thing belongs to them, you know, like, in their hearts and spirits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, we're not going to take it.
0: Yeah, I love it, except when it gets really racist.
1: Yeah, I, I also wish that people could take that power into, like, like political spaces, yeah, but hey. Yeah. P- Detective Pikachu, what'd you think? <laughs> I'm just saying those
0: teeth. It was Jim Carrey. <laughs> um, so Detective Pikachu. First of all, there was all these memes going around that was like a cab includes Detective Pikachu, and I was like, what?
1: An a cab for people that might not be savvy.
0: All cats are beautiful. <laughs> Here's the thing. I was like, "No, he's like a private detective. He's not a cop."
1: No, yeah.
0: Uh, but no, he is a cop. He's a he's cop. He's a cop. Okay, yeah. He just wears a little Sherlock Holmes hat. <laughs> he looks so cute. He looks so cute. <laughs> but the police industrial complex is really getting us here with this propaganda. <laughs> oh, Detective Pikachu. Anyway, so he's hell cute.
1: Does he solve a crime?
0: You know he solves a crime. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> you know
1: he solves a deep crime. <laughs> He reminds me a lot of my dog Chip. Like, so cute. Like, I just want to cuddle him.
0: Yeah, he looks really cuddly. So, I'm just going to say it. I can't can't ruin anything about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't want to give any spoilers, except for its maximum childhood nostalgia. Even if you didn't play Pokemon growing up, I feel like most kind of kids who grew up in and around the 90s have a little bit of nostalgia for Pokemon anyway. Yeah. So it's maximum childhood nostalgia and dad feels. Uh. And do you know you know Big Hero Six?
1: Yes, I love that film.
0: Exactly. So you know San Francisco? Yeah. Which is like Eurasian like
1: Wonderland. Wonderland, Right? Like I
0: saw that and I was like, I'm
1: home. You know, like it's like when um when the bagpipes play and my mum just like wanders towards them, like they're calling to her heart. (laughs) Right. She's like, I'm gonna go toss (laughs) a (laughs) kid.
0: yeah so like i'm like yes it's hong kong um so similarly uh there's a vibe there for for detective pikachu that it's this kind of like east beats west beautiful eurasian wonderland
1: i feel like nintendo does that really well yeah definitely really really well
0: yeah yeah um they also do a really good job of pairing pokemon with people in, in just this way that's like oh oh you're like, yes, that's a good, every time you see them, you're like, I never would have thought of that active with that Pokemon, but now that I see it, it's so ripe. <laughs>
1: Speaking of childhood nostalgia yeah. cartoons, uh-huh. I watched the first Captain Planet the other day. Oh, oh. So it goes for half an hour. And did you know that, so there's the the woman in the sky that's like the god of the earth or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. voiced by Whoopi Goldberg.
0: Are you serious? So good. Wow. But
1: anyway, the first episode is about how like this like guy that's like, looks just like a pig and snorts all the time. Amazing. So it's this- me. <laughs> <laughs> creates this drill machine to drill down and, like, get all the oil out of the ocean. It's, like, killing everything. And it's, like, it's pretty, like, hardcore messaging. Yeah, yeah. um, Which I'm all for. Yeah. uh, About, like, environmentalism and how we're destroying the Earth. So then she's like, oh, shit. Like, this woman in the sky is like, I've got to call on the whatever. I get the planeteers happening. They all get a ring. Amazing. Anyway, it's, like... There's this one scene where um, there's like the girl with the blonde hair, and I'm thinking like she's from like, but she's like from like Soviet Russia or something along those lines. And then she says to the American guy, the fire ring, she calls him a um, imperialist pig. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and like it was even longer than that, but I can't remember what it was. Amazing, but it was just so. It was so wonderful. And I just think that everyone should revisit Captain Planet.
0: Amazing. Share like, it with
1: your children, your students, your nieces, <laughs> your nephews.
0: Because I feel like it came out in the early nineties, right? Yeah. Which is like right around the time the Berlin Wall came down. Yeah. Like I feel like there's some, there's some things going on. It was really
1: interesting to watch it as an adult and yeah. I could catch more of what was going on. Maybe. Amazing. Mm.
0: Yeah. So Detective Pikachu. Yes. Uh, It just opens with like this young man being told that his father's died
1: oh god it's like batman it's like
0: well no no it's it's much better (laughs) (laughs) oh so it opens with like a chase sequence where the dad dies and then yeah it's this like young man uh and he has to come to the city to like pack up his dad's house and they're obviously estranged and there's this like stuff going on and then Pikachu shows up and Pikachu has no memory but he's wearing this little cute hat that has his dad's name in it and a dress so he's like well I must be connected to your dad and he's like we'll solve this together and the kid's like no I don't need a Pokemon I I just want to go home and I'm sad
1: oh my god right kids films they really (gasps) hit you in the heart oh they
0: really do and here's the thing I went and saw it in the cinema and it was like equal parts literal children and, like, people my age who are, like, obviously there for maximum nostalgia, and there was tears, there was people crying out, just being like, Pikachu! You know, like, people were, like, so invested in this, in this cinema, like, you know, and there was kids being like, yay, and like, oh, so cute, and like, but also, like, the loud sobbing
1: really? of, like,
0: these, like, grown-ups, myself included.
1: Really? Those yeah. people literally sobbing?
0: People literally sobbing. Oh, my god. I mean, there was a lot of dad feels. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. So, uh, how many little cute detective hats would you give it?
0: Oh! Just saying cute detective hats, <laughs> I'm like, five! It's five! <laughs> so going from extreme wholesomeness
1: to extreme horror
0: (laughs) rachel kane wolf hunter river
1: i'm not sure if you remember but i've already reviewed three of her books oh so this is the fourth in the series wow they're like the gwen proctor series
0: you've got the opposite of a coke habit you've got a kane habit (laughs) (laughs) wordplay
1: anyway these books are fabulous like i think they're my favorite crime fiction books i think this she's my favorite
0: whoa record scratch sound
1: (laughs) What
0: about Peacorn?
1: <laughs> I don't know. There's something away about the way that Rachel Kane writes. So you might remember that in the first book, this wife that was quite naive to the world finds out that her husband, Melvin, is a serial killer. <gasps> oh, I remember this
0: one. What was that one called?
1: first one was Stillhouse Lake. Right. And so this is the one where, uh, yeah, this, this drunk driver drives into the garage and exposes that that's like his murder den
0: creepy right. horrifying he,
1: horrifying he's arrested When is is arrested as an accomplice to his Right. Crimes. yes I remember this and then there's a sequel oh, then there's a sequel which is Kilman Creek right uh, that's when so Melvin's on death row and she yeah. has two kids that she has to protect right yes. so he's on death row there's this and she engages so well with the internet like yeah. she really understands um, the writer she really understands internet culture
0: which is um, rare
1: yeah and like uh, like stuff like cryptocurrency yeah. Detect- yeah. armchair detection like those really hateful creeps on the internet yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. send hate. Like I'm going to kill you. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah.
0: Is there like a, like a serial, like a podcast, trying to like exonerate him?
1: Well, stay tuned for the fourth <gasps> book. Oh, but, oh, but but oh, but oh. first book. Um, so Melvin escapes from prison. Yeah, it's all on. So she has to keep running with her kids because she's brutal. like the this, the the world thinks that she was also an accomplice, which right. she wasn't. Yeah. But blah, 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 yeah. blah. It's brutal. It's hectic. But I just I really enjoy the way she writes. And so
0: question wolf hunter river is this still in the same world
1: still in the same world whoa so it's it's a few weeks after the last book so in the last book in the third one
0: second
1: there's three and there's this three. is the fourth
0: what so there's
1: still house lake kilman creek kilman creek a oh, wolf hunter Wolf hunter river. that's this one so yeah, it's three but it's okay it's the third one okay but yep. in the second one, Melvin breaks out of prison. Yeah. It's like a whole big deal. It's as a you bunch can imagine. of stuff, yeah. I loved it. Go read it. I won't give it away. But in the, th- the third one, which I'm reading now, Wolf Hunter River, uh-huh. there, there's, a, there's a group of people that were relatives of the families that Melvin killed, right? Right, right. So they're heartbroken. Yep. They're angry. They want blood from Gwen, right? Wow, yeah. So they've organized to... Uh, make a tele, like a, a doco kind of right. a documentary yeah, yeah, yeah. following her, and <gasps> it Intense. puts her right in the limelight and her kids right in the limelight, where all she wants to do is like lay low and not right? not let anyone know where she is. She's
0: like, I want to move on with my life, thank you. Yeah. Wow.
1: Uh, and deal with the traumas that have happened because she was a victim of her husband as well Fully, yeah. which um the, the, yeah the world they're in doesn't seem to really understand that
0: mm-hmm.
1: but the way that Rachel Kane engages with ideas she feels so contemporary she's actually a young adult fiction author so that's wow, okay. what she's known as now yeah. she's churning out these crime fiction novels and she's had things like she has gay characters she has queer characters she had a trans woman character yeah I feel yeah. like she she creates these more realistic looking pictures yeah
0: yeah yeah so she's she's showing the world as it as it actually is,
1: yeah.
0: And I think that that's such a thing, like... and
1: respectfully as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, do you think? Do you think she's got a really good beta reader? Ooh!
1: <laughs> I would say so. Yeah.
0: Well, Rachel Kane, if you ever need a, a an even better beta reader, I think Lee would be
1: really happy <laughs> to read those. Please send me your books. I'll yeah. beta read them. Yeah.
0: So uh, you can just go to francorreaders for our magical beta reading service.
1: What does that entail, Eddie?
0: Well, we take your manuscript, we take it for a test drive, we write you a comprehensive manuscript review. So we give you insight into how your characters are being read what needs fleshing out what's not clear what's really singing i think is the is the great thing so many people have these manuscripts under their bed and they're like oh it's probably not that good here's the thing we've been sent manuscripts where people have been like oh you know i don't think it's that good and let me tell you it really might be it might be really good sometimes you just need to hear
1: that yeah. And sometimes yeah. there's a few tweaks you can make or yeah, that it just changes the way that the book is read.
0: Absolutely. I think that in, in the world currently as it is with a lot of e-publishing, a lot of people are sending things out into the world without having a single soul other than them read it. And I think that's a mistake because you know, you're going to get read by multiple
1: people. Yeah. Or their partner or their family. And sometimes you're too close to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely.
0: Like if you wrote something, no matter how good it was, I'd be like, oh, garbage. <laughs>
1: The other thing is If you're if you're writing Like a character That might uh, have A life experience That you might not have Yeah That's where we can Come in as well Yeah So we can yeah, connect we uh, Your manuscript To people that have Had that lived experience mm. We can help uh, Really Really uh, Bring it out to shine Okay yeah So that's it Francoreaders.com But going back Rachel Kane Loved it Love her Please keep writing I'm yeah. the biggest fan Five out of five Good Whoa. day sir
0: Whoa Whoa Five out of five Wow, uh, Peacorn, you got to release that new book. You are losing Lee!
1: She does have a new book coming out, but oh, it's she? not Scarpetta.
0: I'm sorry, what?
1: Yeah, it's something else.
0: Record scratch sound.
1: Why have you done this to me, Peacorn? Yeah, I mean, we're all we're all hankering for another <laughs> Kay Scarpetta novel, and she brings out some random novel. I mean, at the end of the day, it's her decision, but
0: Sure, but... where are
1: my rights in this situation? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember that time she was like, "I've self Jack the Ripper." Yeah, I'm like, Peacorn, <laughs> stop. Just write me the damn case cup.
1: I did buy that book. Did she? Yeah.
0: Did she solve Jack the Ripper?
1: I don't think I even read the whole thing.
0: Because <laughs> I love it because it's like Jack the Ripper, case closed, <laughs> or something like that. And I'm like, pretty sure I would have heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But speaking of this, so you, you bought the Jack the Ripper book but you didn't finish it. Is that because you're not interested in trying to figure out who it
1: is? Um I think you know like there's the Zodiac killer uh-huh. and that case has never been solved. Yeah. So well there's... I mean I
0: heard it was Ted Cruz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there's people that have you know there's people that have pointed the finger and said it could be this person or yeah. this person. Yeah. And there's some people that feel like really particular about a certain suspect uh-huh. but in I know that that's never been officially solved. Right. And I feel like the same with Jack the Ripper like we can you know suggest speculate, speculate yeah. but it doesn't mean we're gonna solve it. And I think what I really like in crime fiction is I need a clear ending. Right. So if I know, that's why I've never watched like the Zodiac films, even uh-huh. though it's right up my alley.
0: Yeah. Well, they do have a, I think the Zodiac film, the one with Brad Pitt or is it John Cusack?
1: No, of I think it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. It's
0: basically John Cusack and Brad Pitt <laughs> smashed together. <laughs> so Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I think that one has a murderer in it that is solved.
1: But that's a lie.
0: Oh, I see. You're <laughs> like, boom, none of this fictionalized account. No,
1: it can't. Or can you? I don't know. Yeah. I feel strongly about it. You know who I feel like right at this moment—the Kathy Bates character in um, Oh in
0: Misery. In Misery, like you, like I will humble you, <laughs> <Yeah>. Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> until you write a better movie.
1: <laughs> um, how do we get there, though?
0: Oh, I was trying to segue us okay. into into all will be
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, which is uh, my question to you. We were talking about this earlier. I really love to guess how a book is going to end. And I think that we started this podcast with Guess Along. Yes. Which was uh, a game where basically I was having a lot of fun and you were like, "Eh." (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, where I was like, Oh, I think this is gonna happen, I think this is gonna happen and like
1: So one of us would present the opening story that yeah, we were reading in a crime yeah. fiction novel, the other one would try and guess it. Yeah. And then we would encourage listeners to read along at home. And and, and also we'd, guess. And would come back the next week and try and guess it. But it never really took off.
0: Yeah, well and I think it's because the
1: enthusiasm
0: was mostly just mine. <laughs> and and if there's anything that really I would say Defines us as, as very different people is that you have a lot of follow through.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I yeah. shoot my shot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, boom, let's go. I'm like, maybe we could do this. And you're like, no, I don't like it that much. And I'm like, I'm already sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm curled up for a nap. It's over for me.
1: <laughs> but there's a reason that you like to guess along so much.
0: Yeah. Well, I when I'm reading a crime novel. And, and I think this kind of really comes back to what we were talking about in the last episode about how crime doesn't have to be about murders. For me, at least, it could be about any kind of intrigue. Because for me, the real fun is kind of looking at the conventions of the novel and then being like, oh, I think it's this person or this person. You know, looking at the clues and being like, oh, I think it's this. I think this is what happened. Which is why my lifelong hate for uh, Sherlock Holmes is, is so prominent. <laughs> but um, I think for you, you, you're not that interested in trying to figure it out.
1: Yeah, no, I know that. I know that uh, there will be an ending, uh-huh. and that I'm just there for the ride.
0: Right. Yeah. So you're like, I'm strapped in on the roller coaster. It's fun.
1: Yeah. If I like think I've picked who it is, and it turns out to be that person, I feel ripped off.
0: <laughs> you're like, even <laughs> like, I could guess that exactly. you chump.
1: No, exactly. Like, <laughs> I was here for a mystery. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> you're
0: like, I want the wall pulled firmly <laughs> over my eyes.
1: Yeah, I do. I feel like if I feel like I've picked it, I'm just like, well, why do I continue even reading then? (laughs) But I imagine you would read it to be vindicated.
0: I guess I read it to be vindicated. Well, no, because sometimes I pick it and I'm like, oh, if it's that, that's so boring. Yeah. And then it is and I'm like, I just, I feel, yeah, I guess it is vindication. Like, let's be honest. I'm a, I'm a self-satisfied bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I, I literally love it. I love it when, and and I'm the worst person to watch a procedural cop show with because for a film I have some amount of restraint, mostly because a lot of people have told me to shut up. But in a TV show, I'm like, boom! I will talk as much. as Like, please, and I'll be like, it was that guy. No, it was that guy. Here's what I think. What happened? And I just think. You'd throw me out the window. like
1: You're like when you used to buy DVDs and they had the special feature where the producer or the director would talk, talk over, over the, the top other. of the film about the decisions that they'd made.
0: <laughs> You're like, uh, I wanted to watch the movie, not talk to you, Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> now go write a better, more historically accurate film before I humble you. I guess, I guess I'm a monster.
1: <laughs> so what do you think, guys? Do you... I mean, it's very natural. Most people, I guess, would want to read crime fiction because they want to guess along. So don't feel judged on my behalf. (laughs) Let us know. Do you like to guess along or are you just along for the ride?
0: Boom. I personally, I I just think it's a bit lazy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, that's all we have time for today. Uh, Come back. We'll be here again. Yeah. Crime time -time podcast. We don't leave this room. We're trapped. Please figure out how we got (laughs) here. If you want to tweet us, you can tweet us at Crime time Pod. You can send us an email at crimetimepodcast at gmail.com. You can send us an inquiry about Frank and Co beta reading at readers.com. We'll see you next time.
0: No, oh, really?